Hi everyone, you're now listening to episode 10 of the Tilton to the Podcast, hosted by me, Tabriz. And me, Faisal. Episode 10. It's a big one. It's a big one. It's a little milestone for us. It is. It's crazy to think we've now put out about, what, 10 hours or over 10 hours mm. of content for all of you lovely blue noses. Exactly. Oh, it's a big one. I'm feeling proud today. Mm. Feeling good. Feeling Take good. Take yourself on the back. <laughs> yes, sir. Will do. <laughs> Boring stuff out of the way, as always. Socials. Please make sure to follow us. Engage with us. You can find us on Instagram at the Tilton Two, and the same with our Twitter at the Tilton Two. Brilliant. Now, last week, how has your past week been, Faze? It's been alright. I'm I'm sad to say the shin splints are back, <laughs> boys. <laughs> They've been playing up this week. I'm not happy about it. The uh, active hemp. Gel has been coming out in abundance. I might have to order another bottle of that. What about the balls? Yeah, yeah, the balls have been getting it. They've been at the bottom of my feet, massaging. I've noticed a few Amazon packages, and by a few, I mean one every day, it mm, seems like. Mm. Unrelated, but yeah. Yeah, I don't even know That's what they are. Should I, not, should I not be asking? No, I don't think you are. they not that. safe for work? They're not safe for work, exactly. Yeah, oh, wow. Disclaimer. It's been a long lockdown, has <laughs> it? It's been a it? long lockdown. <laughs> I won't ask. I won't delve any deeper. It's been too long. So, with it being pre-season, I'm feeling that the absence in my heart of blues. Yeah, I know, it's a big hole. It is, it is, but we keep going. The Tilt and Two keep mm. going. So, let's just do a little recap or a roundup of the weekly news. So, yep. even though we haven't had any games, you know, the club seems pretty lively in terms of, you know, things going on. So, where should we start? Should we kick off with... Um, I Should we go with the... Let's on. talk about the Blues kit. That's okay. always a bit of interest yeah, to me. Yeah, go on then, yeah. I mean, but, I'm excited, especially with, obviously, the night deal. I mean, I was excited last oh, season. Don't. But we don't. ended up getting the generic... I, yeah, Nike we told we weren't, we weren't going to get a template kit. Know. And then we get the template the kit. Template that we shared kit, it with yeah. a number of teams. Mm. I remember seeing, what was it, Preston. Preston mm. got the same bloody, t- same bloody kit, everything. Literally just mix and match colours. And don't get me started on the badge, the printed on badge. Yeah, I know. Mine's already coming away. Can we get some embroidery, please, boys? <laughs> yeah, do us a favour, please. You know, we're paying a premium here. Can we get some embroidery? No, I know. So, the kit was, mm. apparently... We're hearing that the club have listened to the fans' okay. requests. I don't know what these requests have yeah, been, yeah, but apparently the club has been listening and we can expect a reveal in sometime in June. Just quickly, what would you want to see? So we've got a Nike, obviously. It's going to yeah, be a Nike yeah. kit. What colours, home and away, do you want to see? Okay. And I what see... style? Oh, it's a hard one. I want to see. I do like the red away kits, but okay, let's go for home kit. I'd like penguin. Oh, I'd love that. Love the penguin, yeah. And I'd also like it without a collar. Mate, I'm not a big fan of the big collar. one. Like the kit this season, but I'm not a big yeah. fan of the collar aspect of it. So oh, I agree. And I'd love, yeah, like I said, to go back to penguin. Whether, whether that's a white stripe up the middle, whether that's you know going across like a seatbelt like we've had before. Well, that's whatever. not a penguin, then, is it? No. Well, <laughs> go on then. What? I just want to see no collar, absolutely no collar. Not a big fan of the colours. You want pure blue, and exactly. Do you? I just want honestly plain blue, Blanket like the away blue. kit, the red. I'd love to just see that in a really nice, rich, like royal blue, 
and just a round, standard round collar. Maybe the odd bit of white accent. Not a fan of the V-neck. Nah, what do I want to wear a V-neck for? I ain't got no cleavage to show off, have I? Are you sure? Uh, I mean, Again, give it a couple a of weeks and it might down. be. It's been a long lot down. I'm going to get trim trimmer, don't worry, mate. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that's how I want it. I want, I'd like it. And then just the white shorts, blue socks. Keep mm. it really clean, simple. And please give us some embroidery. Mm. Give us that embroidery. But wake uh, it wise. Yeah. Go on then. What colour then are you saying? Yeah, I think the thing is. I've got a feeling I'm we're going to keep with the third kit. I think that green yeah, kit is yeah, staying. Quite like that. The but reason I'm I say that is it's not in the sale, guys. I know. I've been exactly. looking to I'm pick still it up. waiting for that. Not in the yeah. sale. Looking at. Um, Red. I don't mind the red yeah. or yellow. I mean, I saw like you know some throwbacks to mm. when we had the yellow way kit, kind of like that. But I wouldn't mind going with white and red, having the red, but have a bit of white in there again. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't, I'm not. I do like the red away kit this season, but I'm not a huge, huge fan of of the fact that it's just literally just just red throughout, isn't it? There's no real yeah. details around it. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I've just said I, that's what I want for the home kit, to be honest, mm. just playing. So I think, yeah, that's how I want the home kit. You can be a bit more adventurous to the UA kit. And I think we've done red, so let's move away from red now. Uh, and I'd, I'd like to see, yeah. I think yellow would be really nice. I'm also a big fan of when we had like a black away kit. I wouldn't mind that. I'd be quite close to blue, but we've got mm. the third kit. I think I'd like to see a black, a black away kit. Or be really adventurous, go something like a pink. Give us something, yeah. A pink? Yeah, we've had a pink one before. Okay. I'd like yeah. to see a, something like that. I think I'd either go black or I'd go something a bit more adventurous like a pink. Okay. I mean, that really or is you could even bring in a white. A white would look lovely. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm excited to see. Every season I am. Mm. But uh, just, yeah, give us some give us some quality. I mean, Blue Nose, I don't know if you own the, the current home and away kits, but I have been... Uh, I've been desiring a little bit more on the quality mm. front anyway. Okay. Blues kit done and dusted. Renovation work next yep. at St. Andrews. We're all gagging to get back in. Mm. But it looks like you know, there's there's work currently on two of the stands and uh, we're going to have reduced capacity. I mean, when I saw that first, I was thinking, oh, not great when we get back in. But the reduced capacity is still 90,000. Yeah. And we do pretty well. Well, we kind of average around that, don't we? Uh, I guess so, yeah. I mean, the main thing is I'm I'm just happy to see some form of an update of what's happening with the stadium because hopefully it shows the intent that we'll be in there next season. That's the main thing for me when I got when I saw the email and the update. Definitely. I just, it got me excited for having a season ticket and hopefully going to the games. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm. Looking forward to hearing about the season tickets how we run you. And yeah, yeah. I'm sure that will soon follow. And just get us back in the pitch. I mean, we've just been watching the playoffs. Know, exactly. You know, seeing the fans back in. Like, what a difference it makes. Mm. Get us back in there all together as Blues fans. One big family. Let's go. I think the next thing we need to talk about, Faze, is the departures. Yeah. Quite a few this week. Yeah. 13 in total. Yeah. The notable ones being, I think we'll all agree, being mm. John Terrell, Dan Crowley, and Josh Dacris Cogley. Yeah. Josh was one we spoke about. Was it last week or the week yeah. before? In particular. Yeah. Um obviously we wish all the three and the remaining, the rest of the ten, uh, all the best in the future. Mm. Initial yes, thoughts, Faze. I mean 
to be honest, I saw it coming. I've, I've, like I've said in the episode, I was never a huge fan of Dak Briscogli. I think he's got some quality, but yeah, just don't know whether he makes it into the Blues or really in the championship. Other than that, Terrell again had his moments, but just throughout the season, I guess didn't have enough, didn't show enough. Dan Crowley, I'm a bit gutted about just because, you know, a few seasons passed. I liked him as a player, or I have liked him in a blue shirt. Yeah, he's definitely got some quality. Whole, yeah, he's got some quality to him. But again, he just doesn't fit in the Blues picture, does he? So overall, I'm not that surprised, to be honest, with the departures. I don't blame don't blame for the, the team for not holding on to those. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I'm I'm the same. So we already knew the writing was on the wall for yeah. Terrell, and he, after his yeah, injury, he was going back. And especially so. he was already back in Spain. Exactly, were, exactly. I think it's just a shame you can see, I think... He's a he's a classic player who's just been hampered by injuries. Mm. You know, and I hope he gets back to his, his top form. But you know, unfortunately, that's I think that's the story with Terrell. Mm. Um, Josh Dacris Cogley. You know, he's been at the club for, for I think it's ten years. Yeah. Um, like you, I think he's I think he's a, he's a there's a decent player in there, but I don't think he'd be challenging for the Blues squad. So I think it's for the best for him at the age of twenty five that he moves on. And you know, gets regular football and really pushes on because I don't think it's going to happen at Blues. So mm. it goes with my best wishes. You know, hopefully he pushes on. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm sure he is, Josh. <laughs> hats off to you, mate. Dan Crowley, I think is a quality player. I really do. I think he's a good player in there. But is he going to be pushing into our starting eleven? No. And when he's not, it's best for him to move on. Yeah. I think that's my opinion on Crowley. He's. I think he's a good player. I don't think we saw the best of him consistently at Blues. Mm. But again, I think for him and for the club, the best thing is that we part ways. Yeah. And, you know, he pushes on somewhere else. I'm sure Especially. he'll get taken over. He'll get taken by, by Hull. That gives going us up. a good little uh, segue into, especially when you've got the likes of McGree. Yeah. He's come in. You know, we spoke about whether it's, it's an optimal thing to do to get him in for, you know, what, six months until yeah. January. But either way, he fills He's in here. that cam role. And we it's official now that we've obviously got that contract out to Halilovic. So again, feeling that cam roll, I mean it really doesn't give Yeah, and Halilovic a lot. Sign the yeah, contract, please, mate. Sign please. It, yeah. We want yeah. Yeah, I mean he's clearly got some ears put around the leagues. Oh, definitely, definitely. So we were hearing that obviously he's he's uh, gathered some interest in, in England, which mm. is understandable. Any obviously. team that's come up against him, I'm sure, has noticed his his quality when they've played against us. Mm. Um, but also international. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping the man Sundic is pulling a few strings, pulling on his heartstrings a little bit. You know, let's get this over the line. If we get Halilovic for me, oh, it's huge. Yeah. It's what a, what a signal of intent, I think. Yeah. And again, I think for fans, it kind of shows the morale around the team, around the club and the belief of the players. If we can, you know, we can snag Halilovic and, you know, for a, for a proper, you know, a contract, you know, two, three, even longer years. Mm. I mean, that's a great... Oh, yeah, and that first game, intent. if we get into that stadium in yeah, the first game, you know crazy. there's going to be a chant already ready for him. Yeah, definitely. You know that oh, mate, sure. definitely. definitely. He'll be loving it, mate. Yeah, definitely. The other, the other player we're seeing uh, is Lakin. Charlie mm. Lakin. So mm. we've seen the club have exercised the one-year option. Yeah, he's another player that could play in that attacking midfielder yeah. role. Yeah. So we just haven't know, seen enough. No, of him we yet. haven't. Odin Bailey again, as you said, is coming back. Yeah. So 
don't know if he's going to go on loan. I hope he doesn't. He's been on a few loans. Yeah, he has. We he need has. to see what he's worth. And if he isn't good enough, then I think, again, similar stories to, you know, the likes of Dan Crowley and Josh Dacus-Cogley, you know, he needs to move on for him. But we, we, we're looking kind of, you know, we've got depth. It's just whether that depth is... It's whether they can effective. make it in the championship. Yeah, it's effective basically. in the championship, yeah. exactly. We've, we've got players who've got some in there, but it's just whether they can survive in in the championship with Agree. the amount of games and the strength in the championship, you know. Agree. You're Agree. coming up against big bodies. Agree. Should we talk about transfers? Yeah, let's touch on them. So there's a lot of names in the mm. rumour mill, as always there is. always is. Every always week is. we'll see different names coming yeah. in with not a lot of concrete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're seeing again, as we said in previous episodes, the likes of Jordan Graham, mm-hmm. Joe Piggott, mm-hmm. you know, continue to be linked so, I guess all we can say there is let's see how that unravels. The new new names that have been thrown into the hat, a striker called Douglas Tank. Yeah. A bit of an unknown for me. Uh, I don't know much about him. I think he scored nine, nine league goals last yeah. season. Yeah. <sighs> the only the only worry there I have is that you know we, we've read that he was a. He was an option last season, you know, when we looked, when we signed Cosgrove and looking yeah, at Nesbitt. Yeah, I think I saw it. So, it was like three million like, offer we were putting in, yeah, potentially. I mean, in this market and what we got for Cosgrove, yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. if we didn't even go for him, I'm thinking how yeah, how like good of a prospect was, is he? Like you said, he was an option to Nisbet who we were looking at as... Yeah, I think Nisbet's you know, a good player though, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just... We don't want to go down the route of paying another three million. I oh, know if someone's just going to rot. On yeah, the he bench. just rots on the bench exactly. And then we just lose money. Yeah, if we get another striker, which I'm hoping we do, add some depth in that position. It needs to we be need someone it, yeah. who is, you know, really fighting for that starting position. Really, in my opinion. Yeah. Because we, there's so much uncertainty around whether Cosgrove can get firing that we need someone who is just a solid player who's either going to be that third man or potentially even getting the starting. Yeah, I agree. I agree, massively. There's also an absolute, as there is every season, there's a ton of free agents Mm. uh, out there at the minute. Mm. I'm really interested to see what Blues are going to do in that that field. I think Bowie is... I think we have to, right? I think we have to utilise that. There's going to be some scouts we can get there. Yeah. I Um, mean, it worked worked to a certain extent this season, or the season just gone, you know, we... We got some. We did get some great signings, didn't we? Free free we did, agents. Yeah. George Friend. Yeah. So huge one for me. If we Sanchez. Can, yeah, exactly. Bella was a free. You know, if we can utilize that again and get some big names in, that'd be perfect. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Do you want to give your your little honourable mention and why? Oh, what Lazara? Well, there you go, straight yeah. out there. Lazara. Well, he's just a player we've seen again in the rumor mill that's linked. The only reason he springs special to my place mind. in your eyes. Exactly. <laughs> The old football manager, uh, Asan Lazara. There you go. How, how was his progression oh, to the it team? It was ridiculous. Was Champions it? League winners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm telling you. His potential was through the roof. I think he's, what, 19 years old in real life. Um, Don't know much about him in real life, obviously. You were his gaffer, what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I was his gaffer on. How was he? How was he around the training lad. ground? Great lad. Was he? Yeah, got involved, got stuck in. You wouldn't know that he's, you know come from abroad really just integrate the ground running into the Birmingham it. culture oh fantastic yeah sign the thing yeah 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 Lazaro 
Sign the contract. Come mate. back to Blues. Come back to winning the Champions yeah, League yeah. at Blues. We've got a champion, Champions League waiting for you. Just oh. give it a few years, mate. We're on track. God, I didn't know you had that in the bag face. What? I didn't know you were a Champions League. league. You're you're real, I didn't realise you took Blues to the Champions League. Uh, uh, Unbelievable. So, I mean, we're back to back Champions League. A Tilton 2 exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If only I had Riley Reid signed, then we'd really be doing things. <laughs> We'll be on B and the mate. legend Ivan Sanjic. Oh yeah, never forget. Never forget. Never forget the legend that is. <laughs> right, and this brings us into a really exciting point of the podcast. We have a brand new feature, people. Mm. I want a drum roll or something. Yeah, maybe not that. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe not. not that. Yeah. What's that? Like a little drum roll? What's I don't that? Know what it was. Anyway. So this is a new feature. Every week we're going to have a, uh, a blues fan on the podcast, chewing the curd, if you will, talking about everything blues. This week, episode 10, our first guest mm. is our mate, Darren Twamley. This just symbolises what this podcast has been. We don't know Darren. This is the first time meeting us. Mm. And we had an amazing conversation. Yeah. Picked great. each other's brain. And again, we want the same for you guys. If you want to get involved in the podcast, please make sure you hit us up on socials and we'll get you booked in. We've got an exciting couple of weeks already booked in. We're open to as many as possible. Yeah. Without any further ado, we'll go straight into the segment. What's the segment called? Oh, the Tilt and Sue with the Blue. The Tilt and Sue with the Blue. That's it. We'll go with that. Cheers, guys. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a brand new segment for the podcast. Welcoming our first Blue Nose onto the podcast, Darren. Exciting, exciting. Yeah. Warm welcome to Darren. Thanks for joining, mate. Thanks for having us, lads. Yeah, yeah, of course, mate. Excited for it. Yeah. A, 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 a yeah. massive, massive thank you for, you know, being our first guest. No, it's, um, it's an honour and a privilege and thanks for having me. I'm excited to do this. Yeah, brilliant, mate. Brilliant. It's been a up and down season, so I know, it's yeah. good. I'm, I'm looking looking forward to picking your brain here, mate. No, I'm um I'm looking forward to to talking blues. Yeah, brilliant. So, Darren, do you want to kick off with just a a brief introduction to yourself and get the boring stuff out of the way, as we always say, post uh, and plug your socials. Yeah, no, that's fine. So, um, anybody who wants to follow me, you can follow me uh, on Instagram at Darren Twamley. Um, I myself obviously am Darren Twamley. Um, I've been a blue nose now for gosh, about 15, too long <laughs> 15 odd years. That's what we love to hear. And um, my first major game was the um 2002 playoff final against Norwich. I was there, hey, nice. What a game to pick! I know, yeah, I know, I know. I also had the opportunity to um to walk the team out at St. Andrews as well. One of my mates, oh, he used to do the cameras at St. Andrews and he got me in before all the players turned up. I was unloading the minibus and everything. And I met Trevor Francis and he was manager at the time and I managed to walk the team out and managed to duck away. <laughs> so yeah, that, that was quite exciting as well. Oh yeah, you were hooked from them. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Hey, beautiful. That's a real stories there, mate. I know, yeah. 
Okay, so with the new segment, we're going to go straight into a quick fire round. Get the fans to get to know you a little bit better. Sentimental moments, etc. I guess we'll get straight into it. Go on, mate. Are you ready, Darren? You're in in the hot seat now, mate. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready. Okay. The first question. What got you into blues? I know you've kind of touched on that, but what would you say the, the defining moment when you thought, yeah, I'm a blue nose? I think it boils down to that day when I went behind the scenes, when I saw, you know, the dressing room and everything yeah. that went on. When I met Trevor Francis and I was there, the atmosphere, I was sort of like, yeah, I could get used to this. And then from then on, because you know when you're a kid, you grow up, you're like, oh, I'll support this team, I'll support yeah, that team. Yeah. And then it takes you a while, doesn't it, to, until you find your team. Definitely. When I found Birmingham, I thought, yeah, that's my team. Yeah. Were, you, yeah. were your uh, parents Blue Noses? Or were you the, the first no, almost? Um, so, yeah, I, well, I got my boy into Birmingham, obviously. Yeah, you know, brilliant. Of course, of course. <laughs> yeah. But, um, no, I'm, I'm the only one. Because um, <laughs> obviously my dad's side of the family come from Birmingham and I used right. to live there. Yeah. So that's where it kind of transcends from. Yeah, oh, brilliant. Nice. Birmingham. Next, your, your first blues memory. First blues memory. I have to say, watching the... 2001 cup final yeah. on the TV. Yeah. That was my first blues memory, you know, because I was sat in the pub and I was watching it and obviously we all know what happened. Yeah. Um, a bit disappointing. Yeah. But, you know, it yeah. is what it is. Ignite yeah, the fire. Yeah. Exactly. Came back for more. <laughs> so your Absolutely. first, your first blues game and how old were you, if you don't mind us asking? Um, my first Blues game would have been um, that playoff final against yeah. Norwich. Yeah. That, that, was my first, that was my first Blues game. Yeah. yeah. As we said, what a game. I know, yeah. I know, one, mate. I you know right? Well. It, you did well there. Yeah, I'm glad. Um, I'm glad I've got like a little DVD collection. With, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, the yeah. days are blurred. The days, the days are blurred. I remember it because I remember when, when we got promoted, when we won, I was serious. Like, yeah. But it's just a blur. But I'm glad I got that final on the DVD so I can just go back and watch it and relive it. <laughs> yeah, relive it. Mate. You got your match day <laughs> program and all of that as well. As well. <laughs> I, have actually, I have actually, yeah. Um, my mum's got like a suitcase of all like little memorabilia and bits from oh, when brilliant. I was a little boy. Nice. Yeah, I actually picked up a program and it's in there. Oh, fantastic! You did you did? They're yeah, like yeah. they're like fine. They're like fine art pieces, mate. In a few years, they'll be worth loads. Like Pokemon cards. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I can't wait so to now... go back to the blues ground and start hearing the geezer screaming blues. Oh no! Yeah, exactly. Magnolia found. <laughs> Yeah. You know the yeah. one. You know the one. <laughs> Walking up the hill. Exactly, the hill. exactly, mate. Exactly. Cheering, mate. Honestly, Super Boys is part and parcel of it, isn't it? 
Yeah. You haven't gone to the game unless you've had you know, the next day. <laughs> right. Over to you, Pace. Okay. Yeah. So, next question. Who do you think your favourite manager is? Right. It's out of two. Um, my heart, I'm going to say McLeish. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I like the way he got the team playing. Uh, yeah, I mean, first season, he came in, half a season. Yeah, okay, what a game. We beat Spurs 3-2 away, 3-1. Yeah. Um, it was inevitable. We got relegated. It was out of his hands, but he stayed. We got promoted last day uh, against mm. Reading. Um, record finish in the Premier League. Then, you know, won the Carling Cup. Um, I think the, the, play, the, the team he built and the way he was, um, yeah. I'd say McLeish. It's it yeah. it either between it's between McLeish or Bruce. Um, my right. heart said McLeish. Yeah, my yeah, heart, yeah. So yeah. Okay, fair enough. I mean, yeah, there's no denying, mate. The team we built under McLeish was uh was a strong one, wasn't it? I used to love watching us play. To be fair, heartbreaking that we got relegated. To be fair, I, I thought, know. Yeah, we had such a, a strong foundation to build, off, to build on. For I sure, yeah. for sure. I mean, I'd, yeah. I'd love to have been at. Uh, Villa quarterfinal, West Ham semi-final. You know that. Yeah, I know. Dude, yeah, I, 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 know. I was watching it on the telly, and that place you could see was absolutely rocking. And oh, of course and, it would have been, mate. Yeah, to to have been there would have been somewhere else. And yeah. like I said, that that team then were like they were solid. You know. Yeah, yeah. Our defense with Roger, was Roger Johnson, yeah, yeah. Scott Dan, Roger Them Johnson, were, Scott Dan, ridiculous, weren't they? Stephen Carr. Yeah, man. Mate, Kari, what a legend. I know, I know what a legend, I know, mate. I know. Like, oh, absolutely crazy. At his age as well, to still be doing what he was doing. Unbelievable. <laughs> I know. And yeah. the thing, McLeish got him out of retirement. I know, mate. Yeah. And he still managed to do what he did. I know. Like, of course. Crazy. I know. I know. Absolutely. absolutely. Legend, mate. Yeah. Okay, so going on from that, worst manager. This will be more Worst interested. <laughs> We've had a few in recent years. I know, yeah, we? we have, we have. I know, mate. It's like, where do you pick? Yeah, um, exactly. Take like, your pick, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, I've got three in mind. I'm surprised it's I not had... more. Yeah, go oh, on. No, I yeah. know, right. <laughs> if I had to pick one, it would have to be Zola. Yeah, okay. Okay. It would have to be Zola. I mean, he's in the conversation, I think, for everyone for sure. Has to, to be. To, has to be. For what the board, for how yeah. they treated Rowett. I mean, we beat Ipswich Town midweek. I, I know. Yeah. And then he, he gets called into the office. We were outside the playoffs on goal difference and he gets yeah, the boot. Exactly. I'm like, what is going exactly. on? Yeah. To yeah. bring in a big name like Zola and to only win, what, one or two games in his whole, like, like period, but yeah, because he was a big name. Twenty is it two in twenty two games? Or two, yeah, something like that. It was so Crazy. ridiculous, mate. I know. I mean, okay, fair enough. We went away to Wolves. Yeah, and we won. I mean, brilliant goals by um, yeah. Kifton Bowder. I think it was yeah. David Day Digger. Hey, what but, a memory, mate! What a memory. I know, but, <laughs> but, but still, I mean, if, I reckon if we'd have kept Rowett, I reckon he'd have probably done one better than Hooton. To be fair. Yeah, mm. I loved Gary Rowett personally. Yeah, I did as well. Absolutely loved him. He had that connection with the fans, which absolutely, you know, 
not many managers have had. We're seeing it, I no. think, now with Boya. That's what I absolutely love with Boya, to be honest. The transparency that we kind of feel close to the team again. But I agree, mate. I agree. Yeah, with you I remember when uh, definitely in there. I remember seeing it at work, seeing Gary Rowett getting the sack, and I just could not believe it. Like you, Darren, mate. I was just like, "How are we doing this when we're this high up in the table?" And and we're kicking out Rowett, who really has got us into that position. I couldn't believe it, mate. Well, yeah, I don't know because I remember I was like watching and reading like Talk Sport, and even they they were baffled. They couldn't understand. Yeah, yeah. What went on, you know? It was. Mm. I think the whole. I think the whole football world was just like, what have they done? What have they yeah, just done? Yeah. Yeah. Got in. Yeah. Got in. Right. Next one. All-time favorite Blues player. Oh, talking about putting on the spot now, boys. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know what we got. <laughs> I don't know what we got. Darren, this was supposed to be a quick fire round, but, oh, no, yeah. <laughs> but let's get out the window, um, I think. Yeah, I know, right. Um, <laughs> gosh, Ooh. I would have to say Roger Johnson. Okay. Ooh, yeah, I think that's a really good choice, mate. Yeah, that is a good choice. Is, um, yeah. There is so many to choose from. I mean, yeah, yeah there's so, loads, mate. Yeah, but with, yeah. He, he was sort of like your John Terry, your Jamie Farragut at the back. He, him, and, him and Carr were sort of like the vocal, the voice of that defence. And, yeah. you know, it's his partnership with Dan. And, you know, I think he wore, he wore the shirt and it meant a lot to him. Yeah. I agree with you there, mate. It's just right. saying what's happened to his career since leaving. I know. Yeah, exactly. I know. It I is. mean, he obviously he didn't want to leave, did he? But obviously, going renegade, he had to sell half yeah. the whole yeah. team, and yep. you know. Yeah. But yeah, he was he was fantastic in the blue shirt, fantastic. Absolutely, and it's good to see because um, obviously this season I've been doing the uh, blues TV, and it's always yeah, good exactly. to see yeah. back doing love... like commentary on the matches. Yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, it's I love nice spending... to, you know. Go on, mate. Go on. I said I love spending a tenner for a frozen uh, display. Oh no, yeah. The amount I of know, times yeah. it crashes, mate. <laughs> it's annoying, isn't it? It is, yeah, mate. Proper. It's horrible. Tenner just gone. Yeah, you've got to edit this season. <laughs> what can you do? Mate, I love Roger Johnson's little peaky blinder out as well. Have you seen it, mate? He whacks <laughs> that out. He whacks <laughs> that out on the match days. Love just, it, mate. I was thinking, what's he hiding under there? <laughs> 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 right. Next one. Biggest Blues flop. Biggest Blues flop, I'd probably have to say, was Ferdinand Coley. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, okay. I, know that, I know that's like an obscure name. Some Blues fans will remember him. He yeah. came under, he came at the same time when we signed Dugary. Bruce yeah. brought him in. Yeah. And I think he only played like one game. He just sort of vanished off the face of the earth. We never saw him again. Yeah, yeah. There's been there's been there's been quite a few players that we've brought in and you've never even seen them get close. I know, like Carlos Costley. uh... Hey, Carlos Costley. What a (laughs) drop that name, eh? I know, yeah. Nigel Nigel Quasi. Um (laughs) the relegation jinx as they called him. (laughs) Yeah, there's loads. There's Figaro. 
Figueroa as well. God, he was where was he? And he came just like yeah, Luciano Figueroa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was supposed to be like some big hot shot, and yeah, yeah. Good luck with that. (laughs) 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 Okay, yeah. Going on, player you'd like to see at Blues. Nah. We've got to be realistic here, boys. I mean, you know, there's no bodies. Yeah, I can't see Ronaldo. I can't see Ronaldo. Harry, small Harry Kane in the summer, mate. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I'd like to see him in a blue shirt. I tell you what, I'm, I'm hearing good things about Casca Force. Uh, um, is it Force the Caskey from Charlton? Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Because obviously that's a club that Bowie knows really yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. From there. And um, that's a name that's been thrown in the hat, I've heard. Apparently he's like a real proper midfield engine. Yeah, so, nice. Um, yeah, I'd like to see what he could bring. Yeah. So force, force yeah. the Kasky. That's my shout. Yeah. Nice, nice. And then the last question, favourite kit? Favourite kit? Is this isn't a view, it's good. It does, it's got to be the what yellow banana go? Europa League kit, really. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The X, the, well, yeah. who are the sponsors for that? X Step, was it, or something? X Step, did that's it, yeah. <laughs> did, you actually, did you actually read about that? <laughs> no, what was there like a controversy over it or? The Guardian um, at the time, uh, yeah. the Guardian printed that obviously sponsors, you know, they they um, they pay the club, don't they? Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, Blues <laughs> were paying. Ex- Blues were paying. Oh, give it a break. Honestly, oh, yeah, no. that, that my huge sporting giant next step. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My mate sent me the link once, and it, yeah, it turned out the blues were actually paying X step instead of the other way around. Interesting, interesting. I just doesn't bode I'm well. Does to, it? I'm starting to realise why blues are in such a financial mess. <laughs> <laughs> and that goes years back, right? <laughs> right, that 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 <laughs> that draws a line under the not so quick fire round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's get into the, the meat of it now. So, go on. Recapping last season, a bloody tough, yeah. tough, <laughs> tough yeah. season, yeah. right? Peaks and troughs. Yeah. To go right back to the beginning, what did you go think on. coming into the season? So, obviously, when we heard Karanka's appointment and I guess the business he'd, he'd done in the summer, what were your thoughts going into the season? I thought, like, every time the World Cup comes around, you know, oh, this is in June. <laughs> exactly. I got, I, I got a little bit excited when Frank was appointed. I thought, okay. Yeah. Because of what he did at Forest, what he did at Borough, I thought, yeah. Yeah. okay, this is a decent appointment. I'm like, I, I could do this. Yeah. And yeah. as any Blues fan, or as all Blues fans were, was, like, optimistic. And was like, yeah, go on, hit the ground running. He's going to, you know, when he brought in like George Friend and Adam Clayton, yeah, uh, near Lethbridge, I thought, here we go. I mean, this man yeah. means business. He's building a proper team. We're going to give it a go. Yeah, yeah. How wrong were we? 
Mate, mm. I think I was exactly mm. the same. And I think Faisal will back me well. up on this. I'm yeah, the yeah, worst for, sure. for it. I think every season we're going to win the league. Yeah. yeah. I'm singing songs, you know, like ranting and raving with the best team in the league. And when I saw the business, I was like, just like you, mate. I thought we, we're bringing in players who have been there and done it in the likes of, like you said, Efridge, Friend. I even yeah. thought Clayton would do a massive job for us in the middle and, you know, in, in, in the dressing room. So I was really, really optimistic. What do you think about the yeah. business? As in, obviously, we brought in a lot of players, but we didn't spend too much. I know. And I think that's sort of like a good thing, really, because I know when Radnap, when he was in, it was sort yeah. of like just numbers and throwing money at it, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And exactly. And Colin, Dean, and like Colin Bramall, Jeremy Bogger. Yeah. So yeah. I've, um, when he started bringing in. Yeah, right. And when he brought in these players, Again, it was sort of optimistic. I mean, it was numbers, but it was numbers with quantity, if that makes exactly, sense. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, 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 Everidge, you know, promotion experience with yeah. Cardiff. George yeah. Friend, from promotion experience with Borough and Clayton as well. So, it yeah. wasn't just the fact of, oh, we're just going to go out and pick these names and we're just going to bring them in for the sake of it. I think the business during the summer was really thought through. Yeah. It actually... Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, the fact that we had so many that were free. I mean, like you said, you, you drop the names of Neil Everidge, players like that, George Friend. And I'm thinking, you know, the experience they've got, you've got to back it. You've got to back that in the dressing room. You've got to think that it's going to make an impact. But obviously we saw, as we'll get on to later, how the season turned out. So yeah, yeah. what were your initial thoughts moving on now? You know, a couple months in, a few games in. What are your initial thoughts of how Karanka was playing, the tactics he used, the formations he was implementing? Um, I think he was like a rabbit stuck in a set of headlights. I don't think he was sort of like convinced on what formation he was using. Yeah. Um, a couple of games in, I think we were sort of like mid to high up and I thought, okay, you know, just keep on tootling along, tootling exactly, along. Exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? We'll, 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 we'll be there at the end, mm. you know, using the famous words from the song. We'll, we'll be there at the end. <laughs> yeah. And um, so, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, steady start. So yeah. I was still a little bit optimistic. Fair enough, yeah. For me, it seemed like he'd come in with an idea of how he wanted mm. to play mm. without looking at the squad. And he was just trying to implement that that way of playing to me. Yeah. Like he didn't he didn't see our strengths and was playing to our strength. He just thought, yeah, I want to play this way. Regardless of what players we've got, whatever skill set they've got, they're gonna to play to my my method. Yeah. And I felt like that yeah. was a similar, similar mentality we saw in Zola. You know, he tried well, yeah, to play all this, you know, he tried to play this fancy way of football. But let's be real, Blues are a nitty gritty team. We're a working yeah, yeah, class for team. sure. That's our DNA, good, mate. That. Yeah, absolutely. We always do things the hard way. And yeah, I, yeah. I sort of think. Do you remember back in the day when you know when Chelsea used to bring a manager in and t- yeah. Terry, G. Lampard, Yashi Coles? They 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 only played for the managers they wanted to play for. Exactly. Yeah. Of I think now I think I think that was sort of like mirror that Blues. You know, yeah. with your with your Carla and your Dean, your Peds at the back. I yeah. think they only wanted to play. For a certain manager, yeah, and 
okay, he's coming in his Spanish. There's going to be like a, a little bit of a dialect problem, of course. You mm, know, mm, that's, yeah. that's expected. But I think <laughs> they weren't happy with his methods. And clearly yeah. that, that, yeah. that echoed out on the pitch. Mate, I 100% agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've touched on it to be haven't we, where it's, it is like we, we lost that DNA as soon as Karanka came in, where yeah he, he is completely... We've seen in Boya a different shift where he tries to play it towards our strengths. With Karanka, like you said, it literally was a case of trying to fit a mould where it doesn't fit at all. Yeah, absolutely. I remember watching a, a clip on the 10-year anniversary of the final. Yeah, uh, You had, you had uh, Fozzie, you had Bose, and you had Roger Johnson. Yeah. And they were, they, were, they were talking about your old school, get the ball in the box and get your big men on the end of it. And they were saying, yeah. It's not hard to get your ball in, you get your big men on the end of it. And that is Djukovic to a T, his hold oh, no. up, his exactly. work rate, his, yeah. his, his headers. I mean, the, the, the man is immense. And mm, he really is. How, how can you not play him on a regular basis? Those are his strengths. And as yeah. Bo, you said, when you've got a weapon like that, yeah, you have to use it. And how Granky didn't. He was just like mind boggled. He was confused. Yeah, like, how yeah. do you not use how do you not use a weapon? Of that advantage to your advantage. It's mm. just, yeah. He's it the best silly. in the league. He's the best in the league of what he does. Uh, what he does, I yeah, thought. for sure. I, I absolutely stand by that, yeah. He really is. Players players hate playing against him because of how he is. Players hate him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I couldn't agree more, mate. No, absolutely. Another thing, on, mate, I, 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 another thing I hated, just while we're on it, I have to mm. say, it was the way Karanka would play. We'd go 1-0 up. We could go 1-0 up in the 50th minute. And it's mm. like, right, shut up, shop. We pull, pull off our defensive players. Uh, defensive. We pull off our attacking players and we just shut up, shop. For the players' mentality, especially when we came into the latter stages of the season, when we were really fighting, for survival under Karanka, you know, and it was already going that way. League One was, you know, it was looking like it could happen. Mm, you just yeah. think men, the mentality of those players, like Dean and that, what, you're not being helped out by the gaffer at all. You're just oh, yeah. literally inviting pressure again and again and again and just hoping for a win. Like, how many times we'd see, let's go up and he'd pull off Bella and Sanchez. Or Sanchez, yeah. And you're like... On a... These players are the two that were keeping us alive, you know, when it came yeah. attacking and, you know, like that little bright spark. So you basically just like, yeah, we'll take the 1-0 win and pray for the best. Yeah, and I especially in, in in the way we were playing with Karanka, you know, I mean, we were lucky at some points to even get a goal, weren't we? So yeah. when we've had such a struggle up top, for those defensive players, you know, the likes of Pedersen, the likes of Dean, Roberts, to see Sanchez come off, to see Bella come off, no, you know, I don't know, towards the latter end of the stage of the season, you've got Jan Valery coming in to make it even more defensive. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. a case of sitting back and just hoping to head all the balls away, hoping to intercept as much as you can. You've got to be alert on 10 for the last, what, 30, 40 minutes of the game? Yeah. I just yeah. think for the players, it must, have been a, it must have been awful. Yeah, draining for sure. Yeah, literally. We, you know, each game, knowing we go up, the same thing's going to happen. Mm. I mean, yeah. I mean, 
when the game falls on on a midweek or a Saturday, yeah. and the Blues fans were just like gut wrenching because they were scared to see what team he'd put out. And yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. I, I, I'm I, I'm part of quite a few groups on Facebook, like Blues groups, and it's mm. like it's, it's mixed mixed opinions. But under under Cranker, there was a, an undefining, um, overwhelming reception of his of his team selections and. Mm. It, it, it was there clear to see. I mean, I think San Jose, he's a bit. Yeah, I think I, I, I agree with I you there. Know. He's a bit meh. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Hard about it's hard San Jose. Perfect word to use. Yeah. Meh. Yeah. 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 Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, only, uh, I think we've seen a little bit of a different. I mean, it's hard to say again. He hasn't had too many minutes. Yeah, he's Bowie, had limited But he's minutes. looked. The bit I've seen about him, again, I don't know if it's just a buzz that Bowie has brought around. Mm. Uh, the club, but I feel a little bit more confident in letting him near the ball now. Whereas yeah. before in the Karanka, I just thought, yeah, he was one of the players I didn't want to see on the pitch. If I'm being oh, honest, yeah. towards the end of Karanka's like stay with Blues, yeah, I mean, there was a stage where it was actually detrimental to us, you know, the amount <laughs> yeah. of mistakes he was making were costing yeah. us oh, points, oh, to be fair. Honestly, it was like embarrassing, like, yeah, yeah, not good, mate. Good. We're moving. We're moving to January. We make a couple yep. more signings. We uh we splash the cash with a two yeah. million pound signing of Sam Cosgrove. I was kind of happy know. that we uh I was kind of happy that we identified that we needed a striker. The writing was on the wall and all the fans were on it, their backs, so they couldn't have got away with yep. it. Again, what did you think? What did you think after after the the signing of let's say let's say Cosgrove? Well, when I saw the signing of Sam Cosgrove, I used to work with a mate who's like really uh, in with his like Scottish and European right. football. Okay, and nice. I asked him, I said, I said, I said, do you know much about Sam Cosgrove? And he's like, yeah, he's a he's a decent player. I was like, okay, fair enough. Yeah. And I mm. thought, okay, because at the time we were linked, we, we were linked with Cosgrove and Kevin Nesbitt of uh, yeah. Burnley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought, okay, if we get these two. You know, I'm thinking, okay, that's that's like that's like proper business intent yeah. to like go into next season. Yeah. Mm. Um, unfortunately, obviously, Hibernian they refused. They didn't want to part ways with him, which is very nice. We got we got Sam Cosgrove, and I thought, okay, build him in. You know, give give him a bit of training, like you know, catch up with the rest of the team and throw him in, and you know, let's see what he can do, sort of thing. Um, didn't get much time, did he? No. no. Bit appearances off the bench and that, and mm. um, yeah, yeah, unfortunately, not his fault because he came in, you know, towards the better end of the season. So, hopefully, with a pre season under his belt, we'd like to see what he can do next season, I yeah, so. yeah. I mean, that's the thing, it is you see, uh, I've seen a few things on Birmingham made and the likes of, of how in training he's given a lot of effort and Bowie has commended him on it. So. It is yeah. a case of I'm definitely hoping for next season to see a different player in him. If we could get him as that sort of third striker who can come on and actually do something, I mean, we're laughing. If we had that sort of backup who can come in and fill Dukey's role, because it's a lot to ask on Dukey, his body and everything, when he's, I mean, you see him, how much, of, how much of a battle yeah. he has every single game. I know. We, we need something there next season for sure. I mean... That, that lad puts his body on the line for, for the shirt. And, and you know, yeah, he, uh, completely. 
when he got caught in the face against Swansea and yeah, and, and, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, you know how much that shirt means to him. Definitely. And um, I've heard that Cosgrove he's meant to be sort of like a a little replacement for Dukey, isn't he? That's yeah, what the yeah. that's what the rumor mill seems to be, and you can see from his build and the way he's he played in exactly, Scotland. Yeah. You know, he seems like a target. Well, in, in Scotland, he's a target man, but he could actually play on his feet. It's a shame that we're yeah. not seeing that. You know, at the minute, but yeah. you can see when they brought him in, it was he, he's kind of fits that mold. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the championship will take some adjusting, um, but toughly. Yeah, I, I'm just, I'm just hoping again next season with a pre-season under his belt, that it is a different story. Definitely. No, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, so going on from that, we then yeah. started to see, I think it's undeniable, Karanka's downfall, let's say. So where do you think in the season was a particular point where it was his sort of turning point to that downfall? What was the ride on the wall? <laughs> Very early on. <laughs> I think it was very early on, but I think yeah. it was when we mm. started losing like consecutive games and drawing consecutive games. Like we yeah. got mm. beat, was it like three nil at home to Bristol City? Was it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, okay, we we beat QPR two one at home. I mean, and that was coming from one nil down. Exactly. But it was just like you know performances that you know yeah, yeah. they weren't even the team weren't even playing together. No. He, he just he just didn't even know his own team. He didn't know his own formation. He was just you know winging it, you know, like a little kid, completely, like, like, like a little kid playing Monopoly or whatever. You know, yeah. he was just throwing bits around, just hoping for the best. Yeah, I mean, a big frustrating point on my end. I'm sure you'll say as well, Therese, was the substitutions he was making. They were either wrong or he wasn't making them at all towards the end. Yeah. And that's what frustrated me. And from what I could see on Twitter and, and the likes, a lot of the blue noses were voicing the same frustration. Yeah, it was awful. I just thought tactically, mm. a strong word, but at blues, he was like tactically inept. I just, yeah. every time he'd make a, a decision, formations were changing. Mm. I, I couldn't get my head around it. And for no, me, no. personally, one of the big turning points was when he started just not even taking ownership and almost like blaming the players saying, oh, exactly, well, I'm doing yeah. everything I can do. That's that's not showing the United oh, no. front at all. Not at all. No, no. I think, no. I think he, I think you fit it there. I think he knew his time was coming to an end. Yeah. Regardless of Dog and the upstairs saying, oh yeah, you know, we're, you know, his job's safe. We've given him mm. assurance, that sort of thing. It's, he, he knew, and you could tell, as you said in his interviews, when he kept on shrugging his shoulders. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, oh, what can I do? That sort of thing. It's like, come on, mate. Yeah. You know, yeah. Fire mm. him up. Get that fire yeah, back yeah, in exactly. the belly. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You need your manager to, to believe yeah. in you. Yeah. And also, absolutely. The, yeah, stand with the players. That's what we're seeing with Bowie. Yeah. Well, that's it. <laughs> yeah, frustrating it was to see. It was heartbreak, yeah. It was, it was upsetting and annoying to watch. Mm. It really was. Okay, on to more positive notes. We see the sacking of Karanka. With 10, yes. 10 games to go, we bring in His Royal Highness Lee Bowyer. <laughs> <laughs> return of th- <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Return of the Mac. 
So what, what, was your, what, were your, what were your thoughts on Oya's return? Was he the name that you wanted to see, uh, you know, I mean, as the new gaffer? I mean, let's be honest. We, Don pretty knew he fucked up. Yeah. Even though he, he, he could turn around and say, oh, yeah, we tried getting him a year or two ago, which they yeah. did. I mean, if you want a man, you go and get him. You know, you put yeah, all the stuff. Exactly. You yeah. get your man. Um, he came in, mate. I felt like getting the bunt, you know, and getting the champagne and just having the champagne <laughs> party. You know what I mean? I was like, here we go, boys. This is, yeah. Yes. Here we yeah. go. Yeah. And I remember yeah. when, like, it was Steve Cotterall and Harry Redknapp when they were tasked with like three games to go. Yeah. Games were yeah, brutal. Yeah. They were like Huddersfield, Villa, yeah. and Bristol City. Bristol City on the last right. day. Yeah. That's it. And I'm like, okay. This man's got 10 games. And the games we had, everybody was like, is this doable? I know, exactly. The The first four, yeah. First four was crazy. I know. You had, uh, what was it? You had Reading at home. And then you had Watford away. And then you had like Swansea at home. And then Mm. Brentford away. And it's like... I just thought, that's four losses. Yeah. You could you could not pick a tougher four no. games. Like. Exactly, exactly. I was thinking we're going to pick the points up after those four games. Let's not yeah. not, not yeah. judge Bowyer on those four games. It's after and, and before almost. before the Reading game. What you had like two game two days in charge was it or something ridiculous? You know, he's, I think he barely it was less even than that. Got... Was it twenty four hours? Yeah, it was something hours. like twenty four yeah, hours. I, I mean, it, yeah. come on. I think it was like a day a day with a team, wasn't it? A day's yeah. crazy, oh. crazy, mental. Yeah. And could, to get the team out and to beat them at home 2-1. I know. Yeah, yeah. Harley's Dean celebration when he scored. Oh, no, that exactly. Just, just says it all. Just... The shrugs, mate. The shrugs, mate. <laughs> the Infamous shrugs. I know. I know. Oh, yeah. Gotta love Harley Dean, man. I'll tell you what, the, the buzz in that, even though it was just in our own homes, I'm sure you were the same, Darren. When we got that win after so long, what it felt like, especially with a new manager in charge, I was absolutely buzzing off my tits, mate. Right? Oh, mate, honestly, I mean, I remember like, going back to 2011 when we beat us. Yeah. I was absolutely smashed that night. And I, when I, say <laughs> yeah, yeah. Smashed, I was you, smashed. And when we beat Reading, uh, from, from, from when those came in, from every yeah. game onwards, whenever Blues would win, I'd have like a cheeky little whiskey with a bottle of beer. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Just, 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 just like a little, yes, we won sort yeah, of thing. Top it yeah, and Yeah, because I used to live in Reading and I got loads of Reading. Fans oh, and okay. on Facebook. Yeah. So um I mean to be fair, I thought Reading played well. They gave us a good game, but mm, we did, clearly yeah. we clearly we clearly wanted it more hence why yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't seen us start a game as hot as we did that game mm. in a very long no. time. That was a real surprise Absolutely. to me. The four four two worked. I said it I called yeah, it before it the did. game. I said I thought Bowie's just gonna go back to the basics. Yeah, yeah. I you mean, know. it sums him up as a player, really, which is just that sort of... When when I think of him, it's just that sort of, you know, quintessential midfielder, just doing the basics no nonsense, right. Yeah. Nitty-gritty, no nonsense. And that's what he came in and did, really, especially in that first game. Took us back to 4-4-2 when he hasn't had much time in charge of the team. And he put our weapons out there and obviously instilled a lot of belief in the players. Definitely. Uh, absolutely. You know, when you've got a weapon like Mark Roberts throwing... and, a, and a Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. And a weapon like Juki, you can get on the end of uh, balls. It's like, it's 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 screaming there, isn't it? You know, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Them. Mark Roberts is David Beckham in disguise, isn't he? Yeah, 
Yeah, those little whip balls. Mate, the whip balls get like seen. I like that. Yeah. You can keep that one, Darren, mate. You can keep that one. Keep that in the back pocket. <laughs> Cheers, lads. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Bowie's... Go on, mate. Sorry. I'm going to cut you no, off. I, I was, no, it's like, what I was going to say was, um, just me asking you boys one question. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah go for it, mate. Think, when you was watching the game live on Sky against Watford, what did yeah. you think when you when when you saw the helicopter with that banner going? Oh yeah, mate, yeah. What was it, your thoughts on that? And then it cuts the dog's face watching it. I know, yeah, <laughs> priceless, mate. First <laughs> of all, I thought, let me get priceless do it. TV right there. I know, mate. I know, yeah. <laughs> but I want to get that. Like, let want to get that T-shirt. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, you make me... a mint. <laughs> yeah, mate. Um, what were my initial thoughts? I thought. I think something needed to be done. I've said it for so long. There's been such a disconnect. And while we're supporters and we absolutely love this club, the idea, and it's just how it is, it is a business. We're always kept in the dark. And Dong, for me, again, it comes down to now we look at him leaving, right? We're still owned by the same mob. So he's just a face that's gone. Yeah. I still think the problems are going to lie. Unless we saw it. So for me, that banner was, it's exactly what needed to happen, really. Yeah. I wouldn't have paid for it myself, right? But not even, not even a cheeky little five or ten pound donation. Oh, oh, yeah. We'll throw oh, a five in the hat, mate. I just can't afford the whole plane, mate, and the banner. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was pretty gobsmacked as well, to be honest. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't I expect, you know, the, uh, you know, whatever group of fans it was to, to go to those extents. Yeah. I mean, I mean from I mean, my end, go on, Dan, yeah. what were you gonna say? No, go on, you carry on. I was just gonna say, yeah, I mean, I echo a lot of obviously what you said there to Perez, but for me, another thing was I felt pretty proud, really, in terms of the fact that the fans in, in the times that we were, I mean, like I don't know about you lot, but I felt like proper disconnected from the blues of just wanting to get in the stadium. I felt like, especially with Karanka, he should have gone a while ago in terms of, you know, if fans were in the stadium, I think he would have got the sack a couple months beforehand just because yeah. so many fans would have been on his back. So to see that plane going round, I thought, you know, again, I don't know, I, I couldn't have afforded it myself. But to see the fans getting behind that cause and really voicing their opinion in that way, I think it's a good way to get... I mean, there's no better way to show your opinion, is there, than literally getting it broadcast on sky for the rest of the rest of the world to see who are watching that broadcast so no, absolutely I, I mean thought, i agree yeah i mean it, that that was like intent you know what i mean that that is yeah like yeah, yeah. The, fan, the fans coming together united which is what we want because you know we're a family aren't we all blue nations are Definitely a family course, you know? mate, of course this, this, this club means a lot to us all and that is like intent right there. That means you're fighting for your club. You know, you're not yeah, happy. Yeah. And, and yeah, to, to pull out all the stops and go to those means, that's like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I was shocked to see it. But I'm like, at, at the same time, I was like, fair play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. And I mean, it wasn't the unpopular opinion. You know, this was something that I think everyone was fighting the same cause there. So to get a voice for that, yeah. I think as a majority, that was a good thing to see. No, absolutely. Okay, we go on a ridiculous run of form under Bowie, and he mm. keeps us up with two games to go. 
unbelievable scenes. But the last two games, I think, is more. We all know, I think, how we feel about you know, staying in the in the division. But the last two games, so again, this is kind of split opinions, I think, in the Blues community. What did you think of the, uh, the experimental formations that were played? So I remember Bowie saying that once we secured safety um, away to Derby, that he, um, I think it was before then as well, he yeah. wanted to see how high we could finish, which is understandable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you get your safety, you get your you get your securities for next season, you push on, see, let's see how far high up the table we can go. Absolutely. And I also agree with him saying that, you know, he wants to see the players for next season, mm. i.e. what you said, that little, you know, experimental period. Yeah. Um, well, that's literally taking pictures on my phone. 4-0 against Cardiff. 5-2 against Blackburn kind of speaks volumes that um, there are players there that are worth a shout like yep. Amari Miller Steve said so I reckon said should get uh, a more run out next season yep. um, no, again we've hit on Cosgrove I reckon he should have a, a run out but yeah I mean it was clear to see for me his, his experimental test so to say yeah Kind of failed in a way, and it, and it, mm. and it should say, and it, and it should speak to Bowyer that maybe some of the youngsters aren't quite that ready yet. Yeah. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously, we were safe, we were secure. Yeah, why not? Yeah. You know. You know yeah. Oh, no, Let's have a look at what we got. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. I mean, he's, he's the manager, but yes, um, yeah, kind of. Um, kind of fired back at him a little bit didn't it yeah yeah I, I think so so i think i'm on the before it i was yeah it's good to see some experimental you know bring some of the lads in rob but i didn't expect to see as many changes as i did and i'm under the impression and i've always said this each season for the last oh, how many years we finish where we're fighting a relegation battle, but then the next season we're then hoping to rebuild and push for promotion. But yeah. how you make that transition from being a bottom team in the league to then being able to push for promotion the next season, you're taking no momentum with you. You've got nothing really to like any positivity from last season. With mm. this last 10 games, I felt like what Bowie has done every game going out to win. I want to finish those last two games with two wins so all the lads can be like, look at what we did last season, finish it, you know, yep. the cherry on top and take that momentum forward. So that mm. was my only like gripe with it all, that we kind of just threw away the hard work. Yes, we've stayed up, but we had a chance to really have some serious momentum for all of those yeah, yeah. lads going into sure. the next season. Yeah. yeah. I mean, especially in the last game, I mean, we had Blackburn and I wanted to see us, I think, 5-2 uh, should never have been the score there, especially if we played a bit of a stronger team. I think we could have got the win there. So I I always want a competitive match, especially under what we've seen with Bowie in those eight games before the last two. Yeah. I just wanted to see the season off. Yeah, play the likes of Sturk or Amari Miller or Cosgrove, give them a few minutes. But after seeing those eight games, having that competitive edge in them, having the ability to win, I just wanted to see out the season with another two good results or just good games to watch, really. Yeah, it felt like definitely. we weren't really ever in them, or if we did anything well, 
it was sort of just clap your hands and, and wait again f- to get attacked on, if that makes sense, which wasn't the best to see. I mean, I'm, I know they said, didn't they, that uh, Neil Lethbridge had some games coming up instantly, um, mm. internationally with the Philippines. Yeah. But I can I, I, I kind of understand dropping in, but even then, you still like mixed and matched it, you know, a little yeah. bit of youth, a little, little bit of experience as well, just to give the younger lads that extra bit yeah. of, like, that little bit of boost, you know, that extra hand yeah. there for him. Yeah, I agree. Completely. Man. I agree. So, Completely. looking at now wrapping this up, I want to get your final thoughts, Darren. So, who do yeah. you think was the biggest standout player of the season? And what do you want to see? Uh, during the pre-season, oh. going into next season. Standout. There's, there's a, there's a few. Um, I'm gonna have to say Halilovic. Yes, mate. Nice. I love that answer. Oh no, we love Halilovic. Yeah. He had such a slow start. There was, you know, hype on him. Obviously, you know, ex Barcelona, ex AC Milan. Yeah. Um, mm. Obviously, you know, close mates with uh, Sunic. Yeah. Yeah. And a slow start, but when when he pulled that ball out of the bag against QPR, and mm. oh, you know, yeah. when he started growing in momentum, I thought, here we go, yeah. we've got a proper player here. And yeah, yeah. If, if Bowie can tie him down, if we can get him on a permanent no. in the summer. I reckon that's like another statement of intent because we've got we've got Riley McGreen now for another six months. Yep. Yeah. If we can get if we can get Halilovic, you know, that's sort of like sort of your midfield sorted. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see Halilovic stay. Um if you can add to that like quality yeah. and a little bit of quantity, I reckon there's no reason why we can't give it a serious go next mm. year. I mean, Bowie was on about this is a work in progress, which is understand. And every season where we finished, he wants to finish higher. So where mm. we finished, what was it, 18th or 19th this season, he wants to finish higher than that. And if, yeah. wherever he finished next season, he wants to finish higher than that, which I, I sort of understand. So if we can get promotion within the next season or two, which I, I think is realistic. It's got to be the aim, hasn't it? Yeah. I, has to be. I'd be happy with that. I mean, to be fair, we have danced and danced yeah, yeah. relegation for far too long. Oh, no. Tippy toeing, teasing League One football. And mm. it's just like, those days have got to go. You know? Yeah, yeah. We should be, the table should be switched the other way. We're fighting at the wrong end of the table by, by far. Definitely, yeah. definitely. So, what are you hoping to see? During pre-season, going into next season, what do you want? What what would be your ideal outcome? My ideal, my ideal outcome would be get some of the youngsters in pre-season. Are you yeah. start introducing like Cosgrove? You you you're Amari Miller. Um, I think you hit on Sturk, maybe um, Boyd Munts. A couple of, a couple of the youngsters, not all of them, obviously. Yeah. And um, give them a couple of games. So you know the first two games of the season, like. You know, a little bit of um, just a feel for it because it's early days, isn't it? You know, the first yeah. two, the first game or two, you know, you could probably afford just to, you know, give them a little bit of a run out, just a little bit of a test. And if they pass, then happy days. But we need we need covering defence. I think we need covering all areas. I think goalkeepers yeah. pretty covered. What I would like to see 
is, and I know this is going to be strange, why not bring, why not bring Fozzie back? Because he ain't yeah. going to get much time in the Premier League. Yeah. <laughs> bring Fozzie back as an understudy to Etheridge. And when he retires, keep him on as a goalkeeping coach. And I don't know why Bayer doesn't bring Roger Johnson back as an assistant manager because they're tied together at mm, Blues. He's only, what, he's only under what, under 23s or assistant manager, probably. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I know, I, I know, Bowyer. Yeah, he's on about. He wants to find um, another backroom staff member um, alongside him. So why not have why not have Bowes, Guards, and Roger Johnson on the uh, on the touchline? Don't know. Bring the bring yeah. the gang back together. Bring the gang back together. Yeah, exactly. Like step exactly. through the isn't it? The backstreet boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The new kids on the block. Yeah, brilliant. The blue kids it, on the man. block. <laughs> Hey mate, maybe that's got to be the uh, the title of this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue kids on the block, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant! I think that wraps it up, Darren. I just want to say again a huge, huge thank you uh, for being our first guest. This is our tenth sure. episode, um, so yeah, it means a lot to us. And again, mate, thank you so much for you know. For joining us and being our first guest really yeah, really appreciate definitely it. darren appreciate your time right. mate again thanks for having me it's an honor to be your first fan guest and as i said um i'll repeat if anybody wants to follow me they can hit me up yeah. at instagram um at Darren family um i follow you too on instagram and on spotify so oh, um, if you ever want me back again boys i'm, I'm more than happy to come back Mate, we'll definitely do that. We'll definitely do that. We want to get your thoughts for next season, for sure, mate. For sure, yeah. Compare and contrast. Absolutely. I'll be following you boys with uh, with a close eye, that's for sure. Brilliant, mate. Thank you so much again, man. Really appreciate it. No, no, you're welcome. Thanks for having me again. Thanks for having me. And that's a wrap, guys. Thank you for tuning into episode 10. We really hope you enjoyed that last segment. Mm. You enjoyed it as much as we did. And again, Darren, can't say it enough, mate. Thank you so much for joining. Make sure you follow Darren on his socials. Yep, at Darren Twamley. Do you want to spell the last name? We can include it. We'll include it in the... Um, Definitely. In the okay, bio. fantastic. Yeah, episode 10 in the bag, yeah. as always. Thank you again for your continued support, Blue Noses. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks again, boys. It was uh, great to get to know you, Darren. Great to get your input. And also, just again, to reiterate, anyone that wants to get involved, just drop us a note, uh, a DM on our social media, at the Tilton 2 for both Instagram and Twitter. And we'd love to get you involved. Definitely. Until next time, next week, tune in for episode 11. Keep right on, boys. Keep right on.